It's time for Lawyers for Jesus, a show about the dynamic and exciting interaction of faith and the law. Featuring the attorneys from the law firm Malkin Baker in downtown Chicago. Malkin Baker is nationally known for defending freedom and for serving the people of faith. And now, Lawyers for Jesus. Hello, welcome to Lawyers for Jesus. I'm Terry Liu, an attorney at the law firm of Mock and Baker in Chicago. We are Christian attorneys who focus on serving the body of Christ with its legal needs. To learn more about us, go to mockbaker.com. That's M A U C K B A K E R.com, or call us at 312 726 1243. Do you feel lost or confused when it comes to racial reconciliation and social justice? How can we have a fully informed biblical view of these issues? Today, I'll be speaking with Reverend Alvin Bibbs, President and CEO of the Justice Journey Alliance, a Christian ministry in Chicago with a vision to reach an ever-increasing population divided by race and injustice. He also serves as the Community and Faith Engagement Officer with Together Chicago, a local initiative aimed at transforming communities and ending gun violence in the city by addressing the root causes. Reverend Bibbs, welcome to our show. Good to be here, and thanks for having me. Welcome, Reverend. Uh, so tell us a little more about the Justice Journey Alliance and why you started that organization. Well, the genesis of the Justice Journey Alliance actually goes back to my childhood. Uh, when I was a, a young kid growing up here in the beautiful city of Chicago, I had the fortunate encounter to have a commissioning moment by a great leader that we all are familiar with, and that's Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., uh, it was a time when across our country, the racial tension was probably at an all time high um, and people were just in despair and great sadness regarding the disconnection of people across this great nation. Well, because uh, my parents were leaders within the local church that I grew up in, they got wind of the fact that Dr. King was going to be preaching mm. at our home church there in the heart of Cabrini Green. And so we got up super early this particular morning and we got great seats, third row, center pew. And I was a young kid. I was literally only six years old mm. at this time. This is 1967. And so uh, everyone was waiting with great anticipation for the great Dr. King to arrive into our sanctuary. And to make a long story short, I'm sitting there on my mom's lap with my other four siblings. And finally, the doors of the church open and here comes Dr. King and his entourage into the sanctuary. And my little eyes was just piercing on him as he made his way up to the pulpit. Well, it was time for him to deliver one of his more prolific messages. And he was challenging the congregation to take responsibility of the community of the family and the next generation of leaders. Well, at that time, he pointed out in the congregation for this young child to come and stand next to him as an example in his sermon text, and this young person wouldn't come forward, just being overly shy, didn't want to leave the comfort of mom and dad, but that young person was me. Wow. And so at the end of the church service, I had a chance to go up and greet Dr. King with my parents and my siblings, and he turned to my parents and said, hey, would you mind if I share a prayer of blessing over your child's life? And of course, uh, you know, they agreed. They didn't ask me. And Dr. King was a short guy, but had these huge hands and kind of, you know, stocky. And he took his right hand and he placed it down on the top of my neatly shaped afro. Uh, I have a mini version today I'm holding on. Uh -huh. And he said a prayer blessing over my life. And the following year, I think we all know what happened in 1968. Dr. King was assassinated and my community literally went up in flames and the riots and everything took place. Mm. And so the level of injustice and, and racism that I experienced as a young person growing up here in the city of Chicago, but also experiences in the South, 
left with very distasteful kind of brokenheartedness within my soul that has really led me to this pursuit of justice and equality and righteousness for all of God's people to this current day that really is the genesis for the Justice Journey Alliance. Wow. can really... What an amazing experience. And I can really hear your heart for justice as you share that with us. It's such a blessing to have you here with us. Thank you. Um, Could you also tell us a little bit about your work with Together Chicago and your role within that organization? Yes, Together Chicago is a fascinating organization. Uh, It's only been around now for a couple of years. And basically, a couple of leaders, a business gentleman and a pastor, someone would say that, you know, the business and the preacher kind of comes together and uh, launched this organization called Together Chicago, which is really focused on lasting transformation and collective impact in the city of Chicago, probably in a way that I haven't seen before in a very, very long time. There's basically five different streams of focus for Together Chicago. Uh, One of them is focused on economic and community development, really trying to shift the overall supply chain and partnering with different manufacturing companies across the city of Chicago and bringing jobs back into the city and also focused on some housing initiatives and things along those lines as well. And even agriculture uh, and looking at some pretty cool kind of farming uh, Mm -hmm. situations across the city as well. Very, very unique operation here. Uh, Secondly, uh, we're focused on the issue of violence reduction. Uh, As we all know, uh, our city has been plighted by violence and crime on a very, very high scale. And so we're working very closely with the various uh, districts and precincts around the city. And we're offering opportunities to work with local clergy and civic leaders uh, to provide custom notifications because there's a hot list of individuals that Our Chicago finest know exactly who are some of the perpetrators of some of these uh, crimes and activities on our streets. And basically there to give them an opportunity to be on the path of righteousness, or if they decline, they continue on the path of destruction. And so, but we're there to serve and be a blessing for them. In addition to that, Together Chicago is focused on uh, education reform. As we all know, the Chicago uh, public school system has been pretty toxic in a negative way. Um, for a variety of different reasons as well. And then also we're focused on the gospel justice centers. Uh, We're really launching these legal aid centers across the city of Chicago in partnerships with local churches uh, around this this great community. And then lastly, we're focused on faith-based community mobilization. Okay. So it sounds like your work with these two organizations, although the missions are distinct, they they potentially share something in common. They both come out of um, your heart for justice And they also seem focused on building um, healthy communities of people that even if though they might not share a lot in common are able to coexist peacefully and in in a sort of a positive way. Is that accurate? Yeah, it's very accurate. The thing that I love about the Justice Journey Alliance and Together Chicago, we're really connecting different social racial groups around a common vision and a common cause. And so we're not trying to replicate services that already exist within our city, but how can we prop some of those organizations up to support them and find those different streams of of unity uh, and common vision and and shared resources to make a huge dent in in society that hasn't been uh, attempted in in my lifetime here in the city, for sure. Great. You're listening to Lawyers for Jesus. I'm Terry Liu of the law firm of Mock and Baker. If you missed part of this show or want to hear other Lawyers for Jesus interviews, visit mockbaker.com. 
You can also subscribe to our Religious Liberty newsletter and follow us on Facebook and Twitter for legal updates with a biblical perspective. Today, we've been speaking with Reverend Alvin Bibbs, President and CEO of the Justice Journey Alliance, about the importance of um, connecting people within communities. Um, so, Reverend Bibbs, you shared an amazing story of um, how your heart for justice was first established, how you were specifically commissioned by the Reverend Martin Luther King Jr. I'm sure some of our listeners are very excited about the work you're doing, but maybe they're feeling a little intimidated <laughs> that um, you're obviously a person of strong conviction and strong mission. Um, how can someone who is interested in engaging in this same kind of work or exploring the same kind of work, how can they engage at sort of a level that is appropriate for someone who's just starting to get their feet wet? Sure. Well, let's, let's start with uh, Together Chicago. Uh, and I think that's a natural kind of segue since we're here focused on lawyers for Jesus. I think that's pretty cool. Um, in our in our mission with Together Chicago, we're launching these gospel justice centers. And we have different host church that serve as sites across the city. At the same time, as we're enlisting uh, different churches to serve as a host site, we need numerous uh, volunteers to serve in a variety of different ways. And of course, we need to have a number of attorneys to serve on a pro bono basis on a Saturday morning from nine to noon at a number of our sites across Chicago, be it the west side, the south side, the north side, whatever the case may be. And at the same time, they're able to receive, you know, their, their CLS credit and things along those lines as well to participate in these initiatives. But in order to sustain these legal aid centers, we have to have attorneys. Because as clients are walking through the door on a Saturday morning, they walk through the doors with a great level of anxiety and frustration and sadness because they don't know what they don't and should know regarding their legal rights. And so they walk into this church building and many of these individuals probably have never set foot in a church before. And now that they know that there is a legal center on a Saturday morning there to provide affordable and compassionate console when it comes to the issues of the plight of the poor and under-resourced, et cetera, all of a sudden there's a huge smile on their face. And then there's this credible, genuine, loving attorney sitting across the table from them and they're to listen to their needs. I don't needs. think I've met one of those. <laughs> well, they're there. They're <laughs> okay, there. Right, Trust we'll me. find them. They are yeah. there. And so they, 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 they dissect the situation, then they find out exactly what the needs are, and then within a 30 to 45-minute time frame, this person that had all of this anxiety is walking through the church doors, kicking their heels with joy and excitement because their legal needs and questions have been answered. We need attorneys. All right. And can these legal centers benefit from uh, non-attorney volunteers as well? Exactly. Exactly. We have a number of different opportunities for hospitality, uh, volunteers to serve. We have uh, special uh, intake specialists that serve on a regular basis. And so all of this can happen within the confines of one of the local churches. Perfect. And uh, where can someone find information on these different types of opportunities? They can go directly to togetherchicago.com and you will find all of the information you need on our website there to get involved with TC. Great. Coming up, we will talk further with Reverend Alvin Bibbs, President and CEO of the Justice Journey Alliance, about why Christians play a crucial role in justice and reconciliation. I'm Terry Liu, and this is Lawyers for Jesus.
In the wide, confusing world of law and lawyers, it's tough to find someone you can trust that shares your Christian values for legal advice and representation. You can trust Mauk and Baker, a Christian law firm based in Chicago that serves churches, ministries, businesses, and individuals with their legal matters. They seek to represent clients like you with integrity and care by using biblical principles as the foundation of their work. Additionally, their monthly newsletter highlights what's current in the religious liberty arena, keeping you informed on your right to worship, whether that's on the street, in public school, or within the walls of your church. Subscribe to their newsletter at maukbaker.com slash newsletter. That's M-A-U-C-K-B-A-K-E-R dot com slash newsletter. If you have a legal need or question and want the perspective of a local Christian attorney, contact Mauk and Baker at 312-726-1243. Call and mention Lawyers for Jesus for a free consultation. That's 312-726-1243. 43. Welcome back to Lawyers for Jesus. I'm Terry Liu, an attorney at Mock and Baker, a law firm based in Chicago, which serves churches, ministries, businesses, and individuals at their legal needs. If you missed the first part of this show and want to listen online, go to mockbaker.com forward slash radio. Today, we've been speaking with Reverend Alvin Bibbs, president and CEO of the Justice Journey Alliance, about building healthy communities um, and engaging people in the important work of seeking justice in those communities. Welcome again to the show, Reverend. Thank you. Uh, So before the break, you were um, sharing with our listeners some opportunities, practical opportunities, um, how they can get engaged in their communities and help build um, these healthy communities where justice is pursued. Um, If we could sort of take a step back, Racial and justice issues seem extraordinarily complex, and um, I was hoping maybe you could speak a little to our listeners about how you go about untangling the complexities of that and understanding and and mobilizing people. Perfect. Yeah, we, we've launched an initiative called Just Us Conversations, and these conversations are focused on the issue of equality, inclusion, and race. Uh, we're a firm believer that you have to create the appropriate uh, environment and space for people to have conversation about around the issues that divide us. And these uh, Just Us conversations have just been received in a great way. And so we're eager to partner more with different churches and different uh, organizations and corporations even uh, to create this space. And it's basically a two-hour engagement where we sort of set the, the guidelines of, of conversation where there is no blaming, okay? There is no criticizing, there is no judging, and there is no politicizing and no shaming. Are these more like public forums or do you have like a panel discussion with people you invite? Great question. No, we actually break the group down into small groups. And so there is a facilitator at each table that has been trained uh, to help guide the conversation. And there's a series of questions that all of our guests have an opportunity to randomly select from. Uh, at the same time, which we love, it's been an intergenerational, mm. uh, cross, cross cultural experience as well. I think just about every racial group, every generation has been in the room having great conversation. At the end of that two hours, we literally have to tell people, okay, time is up. They just want to keep conversating. Sure. But at the same time, we realize it's just a two-hour platform. We can't change the world in two hours, but it's the perfect on-ramp for mm. people to have conversation yeah. and to be able to be as ignorant as they want to, 
ask the questions that they've always been dying to ask and just walk out of the room feeling charged and enlightened and pumped up and can't wait to tell their peers and family members about the Just Us conversations. Yeah, and I wouldn't be surprised if those conversations do continue outside the room, like on the sidewalk or, you know, over a cup of coffee or something. They do. They do. And we give them the question cards to to take home with them uh, so they can continue the conversation within their family circles, within with their colleagues and with their peers, et cetera. We want to keep the conversations going. And at the same time, we have a Just Us Conversation student edition Mm -hmm. because we are a firm believer that the next generation feel literally locked out of the conversation. Mm -hmm. And so we want to make sure we're bridging the the generational kind Mm -hmm. of balance there as well because the children are our future. Sure. Uh, In your materials, you describe justice as a journey, not a destination. Uh, What do you mean by that? Well, I think too frequently, you know, we believe that we can have one experience and all of a sudden we've arrived to this justice point. And that's like the furthest thing away from the truth. You know, just like we were once lost and we're now found in our relationship with Christ, we go through a series of transforming kind of encounters along the way. And it's through those encounters where we're able to learn, explore, we're able to grow, we're able to understand, we're able to kind of shift our own uh, presuppositions, you know, along the way and go, wait a minute, I was totally off point on that. You know, now because of this experience and these engaging opportunities, I have a greater sense of understanding. Now I'm much clearer on what justice really means for me and also for others along those lines. Yeah, these conversations feel particularly important during this time in our culture where it feels like people aren't getting together and talking. (laughs) People sort of pick their corners and there's a lot of yelling and there's a lot of accusation. um, And there's not a lot of space for people to kind of sit down and just have a conversation. And here's the cool thing about it. Uh You know, with our justice conversations, there hasn't been one situation where anyone left the room feeling... Uh, like they've been beat up, you know, like they've been stepped on or disrespected. No, they feel loved, respected, encouraged along those lines. So that is one path we have an opportunity for people to take. But also we offer an annual pilgrimage uh, into the South where we travel to places like Montgomery and and. Uh, Atlanta and Birmingham and so forth on this wonderful pilgrimage where we have different groups of people that come together on a 50 passenger bus and we're traveling across the country as the freedom riders of the 21st century because we have that luxury to do that. And so now they're able to learn and grow in this environment as well to really understand the civil rights movement and its connection to, uh, you know, the church. Okay. Are, are these events mostly attended by believers or are um, non-believers also welcome? That's, that's a great question. The Just Us conversations are designed for anyone. Okay. Uh, those that are far away from Christ, those that are strong believers, those that are borderline trying to figure things out. We want, we've created the space that all are welcome to engage in the conversation. And the same would be true with our annual Justice Journey Alliance uh, pilgrimage. Perfect. You're listening to Lawyers for Jesus. I'm Terry Liu of the law firm Mock & Baker. And we're talking to Reverend Alvin Bibbs, president and CEO of the Justice Journey Alliance, about um, different opportunities uh, that his organizations provide for people to engage in intentional conversations uh, on difficult topics of race and justice. So, um, so Reverend, um, 
so I was kind of sharing with you, uh, you, you know, this past week, um, you know, I've been reading a lot of first Corinthians and it's hard to escape, uh, how much Paul talks about the importance of, of being in community and being in community, even when it's challenging. Uh, for example, in first Corinthians nine, um, Paul says that, that he intentionally, um, spends time with engaging with those who are quote unquote weak because he wants to bring the weak to Christ. He tries to find common ground with everyone doing everything he can to save some. He does everything to spread the good news and share in its blessings. And then first in first Corinthians 12, he talks about um, the spiritual gifts that are imparted by the Holy spirit for the purpose of encouraging and building the church. And he sort of talks about the role that we each play in bringing those gifts to strengthen the body and to be strengthened in turn by the gifts that others bring to the body. Um, are you finding that um, the work that you're doing in community building um, is engaging people in, in unity and allowing the body to uh, more appropriately function as the body of Christ? My response to that question would be no. No. Uh, unfortunately, that is the case here today. I believe that many of our churches, many of our leaders, our pastors, we're way too silent. Um, and many of our uh, platforms and our pulpits have been compromised by such a level of fear and politicizing the gospel that is not really living out the gospel of Christ within many of our congregations across North America. And that breaks the heart of God. I know that it breaks my heart, of course. And at the same time, I believe that what we have to do, we have to be more bold and courageous to really speak out and speak truth to the gospel, but also live out John 17 because we are one. And, you know, one of my favorite, uh, you know, scripture verses really comes out of Isaiah 58, 6, which said we have to loosen the chains of injustice. Mm. And until we're, we're preaching that type of gospel on a regular basis behind our pulpits and our leaders are really directing the sheep accordingly, then we're not going to continue to move the needle in such a fashion that we're really living out true racial reconciliation. We're not embracing justice. We're, we're far removed from the issues of, of um, you know, economic despair and things along those lines. But we have to do a better job of shepherding the flock in such a way that we all have a responsibility to live out the gospel of Christ in a way that we believe and that we ought to be doing on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, uh, as I've shared in the past uh, on our radio program, you know, I'm part of a, a new church that started in the Uptown area, and we find that in Uptown that there's a great variety of races and languages and ethnicities and resource levels and educational levels and, and, and sort of any access you can think of. And and we felt convicted as a church that in order to love our neighbors, we had to go out in the neighborhood and do prayer walks, and because. How can we love our neighbor if we don't know our neighbor? Um, and so I'm really struck by sort of the overlap between the justice conversations and the simple act of going out in your neighborhood and meeting your neighbors. Um, and so, so it sounds like, you know, these simple steps can be, like you mentioned, an, an easy on-ramp to the important work of justice. Yes, we have a, a wonderful... Um segment of Together Chicago in partnership with Chicagoland United in Prayer. And we have an initiative called the Building Blocks of Peace, you know, where churches are being mobilized on a grand scale uh, in more ways than one. And so we would love to have more churches and those that are listening to this broadcast to be a part of that by visiting us at TogetherChicago.com.
Okay, Reverend Bibbs, thank you for speaking with us today. How can people learn more about the Justice Journey Alliance and Together Chicago? Well, please visit uh, the, the Justice Journey Alliance at uh, T-H-E-J-J-A dot org. That's short for the Justice Journey Alliance. And for Together Chicago, togetherchicago.com. And all the information you need to know and get involved is there waiting for you. Come and check us out. Great. If you have a legal need or a question and want the perspective of a local Christian attorney, contact us at Mock and Baker. You can reach us at 312-726-1243 or at mockbaker.com. That's M-A-U-C-K-B-A-K-E-R.com. Visit our website to subscribe to our Religious Liberty newsletter with legal updates or call us and mention Lawyers for Jesus for free consultation. Thank you for listening. I'm Terry Liu, attorney at Mock and Baker, and this is Lawyers for Jesus. have to serve somebody Yes indeed You're gonna have to serve somebody